Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, YouTube. The Queen of Carva. Um, okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started. We're going to play a song. Um, do some system checks while we're doing that. So bear with me one moment. Hi, Akita. Hi. How are you? That is good. I'm so happy to see you. Who's this? This is Lynn. I just joined your ministry like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, hi. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank so you, nice thank you. I really missed you. I was a little worried, but I've been praying without ceasing. Okay, good. Thank you. I <laughs> thank you. So it looks like you're the only one to talk to right now. Me and Abby. Oh, Abby and didn't join yet. Okay. <laughs> Excited. Okay, no problem. Glad you are. Thank you. 
Okay. All right. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for um, tuning in. Um, to Krita Carver, for those of you who don't know me, uh, welcome to uh, the Day of the Lord Ministry. I know it's kind of, um, uh, I know you see uh, Ministry of Iniquity, but um, this is a ministry that I started. We decided not to change the name. Um, I started this ministry, the Day of the Lord Ministry, um, while I already had this channel up, but I didn't want to lose the subscribers, so I just, just stayed ahead and um, kept the name as it is, um, Mystery of Iniquity, but I do have the Day of the Lord Ministry. So um, I thank you so much for tuning in. Um, a lot to cover today. So just get ready for some truth. You know, the truth is always controversial. So I want you to know that um, going into this this call today, that um, it's going to be controversial once again. But I really want something. I really need you guys to get something. Uh, maybe this is what the Lord is doing. Um, but I'm going to tell you some things that was on my mind that you let me into, um, a, a few different revelations that we need to talk about, we need to get established here. Um, I don't know, um, if some of you have been following my videos, you know that um, a, a lot of things that I talk about are um, usually um, reality, okay? I talk about a lot of the um, duality world and the reality world because that's where, that's where my foundation was. That's what the Lord basically gave me as a foundation to build upon because, once you can understand that this world is an illusion, everything else fits in, and then you, you, you have that background, you have that foundation, so where everything else becomes like, oh, well, the Lord said that this was, a, this was an illusion. So it makes sense. So that's how he taught me. That's how he guided me. That's how he led me into my whole um, training and so forth. So if you watch my videos from the beginning, you'll see that um, that's basically what I talk about, the illusionary world, this, uh, you know, the matrix and so forth, because that's the way he taught me. And now it makes sense that all of the things that he's giving me right now is basically building on that foundation. So um, it's, he does that for a reason. Uh, you know, this supernatural training is just totally insane. I'm telling you, it's really supernatural. My life has been totally supernatural, especially now that I know how to um, determine when he is talking to me. So I'm going to tell you something what happened to me yesterday. First of all, I've been getting... Um, Revelations this weekend, um, and before we get started into that, I just want to, you know, um, greet everyone, tell everyone who I am. I'm Dequita Carva. Um, I run a ministry, the Day of the Lord. It's um, still in its infancy stages. Um, I basically um, have you all as subscribers who um, basically listen to the audios on this channel. So I just want to thank you all for supporting the ministry. Please continue to do so. Please continue to donate if you are. Um, I do have a website. Some people have had some problems getting on the website. Um, the PayPal link, they keep changing the PayPal link where you can't get on there. Um, it's better if you mail them in, if you're able, if you're able to mail the donations in. You can mail them in to um, the Day of the Lord Ministry, P.O. Box 777, Conyers, Georgia, 30012. All right? So um, what we do pretty much is tell the truth. In this ministry, you're going to get things that you don't get in church because there's, you know, there's some red tape in the churches. Um, the churches are asleep, okay? The churches are asleep to the truth. They, they're teaching feel-good, feel-good messages. And um, they really need to get right with the Lord because um, they're, on, they're lukewarm right now. They're not, in, they're not where they need to be. Um, got a lot of things happening in the churches. Jezebel spirits running around um, and so forth. So um, you, really, you really are in the right place 
you want to be in any place, and I'm not trying to, um, you know, deter you from going to a church, but you really need to make sure that whatever you do, whatever you do, that it's Holy Spirit-led. Um, otherwise, you will get yourself in some trouble. So you always want to make sure, and you want to test the spirits, you always want to make sure that any church you participate in is Holy Spirit-led. And you can just pray with the Lord with that. Usually the Spirit ministers to your spirit um, if you're saved and so forth, so you'll be able to receive that, um, you know, that uh, revelation or not. Um, all right, so with that being said, I just want to also bring it to your attention that we do have a prayer line um, that we do on um, Saturdays. I do a prayer line Saturday. Um, it's every Saturday at a prayer line. Every Saturday from uh, from uh, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. All right, so you're able to come into that prayer line, and um, usually it's like a prayer line. If nobody has anything, if no one has any um, needs or anything, or if we don't need to pray for anyone, we usually give a testimony because we also want to make sure that we know. Um, what the Lord has done. We we want to share our experiences. We want to be able to share and, and give to each other and let us know that the Lord is working. We want to you know want to let everyone know that um the Lord is hearing us and um in these last days. So we want to make sure that we're also giving a, a testimony during that time as well. Um so that's on Talk Shoot, all right. I don't do it on uh, YouTube. So if you ever want to come uh, join that call, it's on uh, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from 9 p.m. And the call, the, the number is, uh, what is the number? 324-444-7444. The PIN code is 140818. All right? And that's on TalkShoe.com. All right. Um, folks, I need to know if anyone is saved, if anyone, uh, well, if anyone is not saved. Okay, so this is one of the things that this ministry does. We don't get you saved right on the spot, all right? We want you to receive everything that the Lord has for you. Okay, because you were led here for a reason. So if you are not saved, I need to know about that. I want to hear about that. I want to make sure that um, we take care of that during this call, because um, and we can take care of that now. If anyone is not saved, I would like to know that, please. Um, and this is basically to, um, you know, we're living in these in, in the uh, last the last days. So we work, we want to make sure um, that um, you know, at least you know, my listeners are covered in um, in terms of their salvation. So please um, let me know. Don't be afraid. Um, we've had people get saved, um, you know, live before. So, um, so I don't want you to be intimidated by that. So just please um, make sure if you're not saved, we have to get you saved. So, um, and I also want to make sure that you also invite people to this cause. Please invite your neighbors. Invite anyone that you know that needs to hear these messages. Um, share this share this channel with your friends, your loved ones, because a lot of the things that I talk about are is straight up truth. Okay, so you're not going to get this. You're you're not going to get this. Some of this information is going to hurt your feelings, but it's the truth. So you have to know the truth um, in order before you know before we can um, um, move forward and so forth. So you have, you need to know what you're saying. Amen. So is it, does everybody agree with that? Um, so that's where we are with that. So we want to make sure that we're um, covered. So if you're not saved, please let me know. All right? And part of the reason, um, Abby, as far as the churches go, is because 
you know, a lot of them are 401 or what is it, 501C churches. I guess there, you know, there's certain things that they can discuss and certain things that they can talk about and that they can't talk about um, because you have to realize the world basically, are, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a business. They operate the church as a business. So when you operate the church as a business and turn, instead of operating it as a place to receive kingdom messages and kingdom truth, and, and then you tend to get along into the worldly politics. You know what I mean? So that's what it boils down to. So you want to make sure that you're doing God's service and that you're um, basically giving the, the, message, the message of the truth, the message of the gospel, the message of the kingdom, because that's what it's all about, all right? That's what Jesus said, seek the kingdom first, and all things will be given unto you. Amen? All right, so let's go, go ahead and get started. I'm so excited. So today we're going to be discussing, we're going to go into prayer first, but we're going to be basically discussing, I don't know if you guys know this, but get ready. Get ready. There's going to be an exodus. Um, Israel, what you're going to see, I don't know if any of you have um, read the the, the, uh, the uh, book of Exodus, or if, even if you've seen the movie Exodus, Gods and Kings. Um, you are basically going to see this being replaced. Um, there's some things I want to show you, folks, and this is going to blow your mind um, in terms of generational curses as to why Israel is in captivity right now. Um, I need to, um, I'm going to share a few things with you. Um, first, we're going to get started with prayer. I'm going to tell you what happened to me yesterday. Um, and then we're going to go ahead and get started in the Word. So um, I hope you guys got your Bible, all right? So before we get started, let's go ahead and go into a prayer. Let me just check, do some more system checks. So let me just check one more thing for a second. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with prayer. Heavenly Father, uh, we come before you right now today, Lord. Um, we come before you. The um, body of Christ is here today, Lord, um, during this live broadcast. Lord, we just thank you for bringing us together um, this evening, Lord. We thank you and we're excited for the message that you're going to um, provide me with, Lord, so that we're able to lead uh, this, uh, this broadcast, Lord on a positive note, Lord. We thank you for the way that your spirit is going to move tonight, Lord. And we just give you all the praises and all the glory, Lord. And I ask that everyone's eyes are open, Lord, and that their ears are attentive to tonight's message, Lord. I just pray that if, um, you know, they have any problems understanding the um, scripture, Lord, that the Holy Spirit does move and um, basically ministers uh, to them and where they're able to receive the word, Lord. So, yeah, we bind any spirits of uh, we bind in any false prophecy, any false teaching spirits, Lord, seducing spirits. Uh, we bind the spirits of error and uh, confusion in the name of Jesus, Lord. We come against it right now with the blood of Jesus, Lord. We ask that the blood of Jesus speak against every evil that's coming against this broadcast tonight in the name of Jesus, Lord. So, God, we decree and declare that we have an open heaven where we have boldness and access to your throne right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. And you are at are very, you are accessible to us right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. So we just ask that your blessed Holy Spirit guide this message, Lord, and lead us into all truth for your name's sake, Lord. Father God, we ask that everyone that is tuning into this broadcast right now or who will listen to it on, on, on the archives at a later date or a later time, Lord, that they are blessed by what they hear, Lord. Father God, we ask that you, your spirit continues to still move, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We just thank you for the, the places that you're taking us right now, Lord. We just give your name all the glory, Lord. We're excited 
today, Lord. We're happy to be here and um, happy to be sharing the gospel of Christ, Lord. So I just thank you, Lord, and I ask that this broadcast is as seamless as um, it needs to be, Lord. And I just give your name all the glory and all the praise, Lord. In Jesus' name we say, Amen. All right. So um, let's go ahead and get started here. Okay, we've got a lot of stuff going on. I just want to make sure everybody's able to hear me, and we're going to go ahead and get started. Okay, so um, excuse me. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. So um, I want to tell you what happened to me. So um, I, you know, I first of all received a lot of revelation. Um, I did a prayer line Saturday. Well, I'm gonna tell you first what happened to me Saturday. I did a prayer line Saturday, and um, wasn't uh, the turnout wasn't as great. It was actually it wasn't great at all. Um, only one person came on, but she and I had a conversation. Um, very interesting conversation, by the way. But um, and uh, it was like some things manifested. But anyway, so yesterday I'm um, I'm, I'm I had to do my hair, and I'm doing my hair, and I'm noticing that my hair is shedding like a lot. My hair is like shedding, and then I'm going um, I'm like taking notice of that, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm sure my spirit has a full hair, hit it here, so I won't worry about it, right? So. I'm saying that, and as I'm saying that, <clears throat> all of a sudden, it was like a download that came to me, like literally, like information that just came to me. It wasn't like a dust of the Lord or anything like that. It was just like information download. Like I, I just got like an influx of information. And um, then afterwards, it was like, wow, and I just started talking. And I'm just like, you know, Oh, it's something like avatars, like with something like avatars or something like and it was, it was just really weird. And um so all of a sudden afterwards I hear my ear like my ears. I don't know if you got, like if you were on a plane and like when the plane begins to land and it stops the popping um it's wide open. It was like my right ear was literally wide open, like the port like it was a portal. Like um and it was wide open. So, um and then it had eventually closed. Like I was like in the spirit. Um so um, I said, wow. So I didn't, um, and so I was just like, so what I received from that, that information that I received, hold on a second. I don't know if you guys can see my screen for just a minute. Wow. So I didn't, um, what I received from that, that information that I received. Yeah, Abby, it was more like a, um, it was more like a, a sensation. It was like it was open, like it was literally open more than it would usually be open. Like, I can, like, really hear, like, really, like, like keen hearing. Like, like the hearing was, like, really keen. And um, it was just, like, a download, literally. Like, um, I started talking. Almost like prophets, like, almost like, like you just receive information, you just start, like, it downloads, and you just start talking it, talking the information that's downloading. And um, it was, like, really strange because then afterwards, like, I can hear, like, my ear wide open. It wasn't, it wasn't the left one. It was just the right one. It was wide open. And so I'm just like going, wow, you know, that was, um, and, you know, I had these things happen before, but usually it was, it was like when I would wake up from a nap, I would literally hear someone talking, like talking and, and like telling me things, like something that's about to come. And I was like, you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, this was when I first got, you know, around when I first got saved. And I'm like, oh, let me get up and But they don't stop. You know, they keep, they, the, 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 until it finally fades off. It's like you're in the spirit. 
like there's something like with a sleep wake. I don't know what it is, but it's like they're talking to, like you. They're being talked to when you wake up. When you come from that, you hear this. this you hear somebody talking. Now this happened to me before. I actually woke up in the middle of the night, and um, somebody was praying for me. I heard somebody praying, and like heard hearing somebody praying, and um, I'm like, and then, and then all of a sudden my daughter started crying. And this is what the enemy does. Whenever that happens to you, he'll use some sort of distraction so you won't get it. So you won't. So all of a sudden at that time, my daughter, I hear my daughter crying. Um, okay, hold on. Am I, am I still froze? Can you see me now? Guys, I had to refresh. I had to refresh. So um, I hope it's working out. Okay, so, um, yeah, so I had to, um, it was really strange. So, you know, that happened a few times. But this time I'm noticing it. It's starting to happen a little bit more regularly. Um, this time it never happened when I was up like this, where it was like a download. I was, I'm usually asleep. And it's just like the video that I made the other day where I was talking about Caitlyn Jenner in my suite. It's usually, you know, like it's usually it usually happens like that. But yesterday, it happened when I was wide awake and I was just talking. And then one other time it happened, I was in the shower, and um, the Lord was telling me about Sunday. Like Sunday is the worship of the, of like Sunday. That's the worship of the sun. Um, so you know, it's it, it's just random. But I just thought that was like um, that was really that was really neat. So I'm gonna, I want to tell you what happened. So um, what the Lord said basically, or what the download said, I should say. Because with the information was it literally the Lord saying this, that, and other. But what what I got from the information is that there's um, and I, I'm going to just use the terminology that I'm familiar with. Um, so if you can envision the spirit realm, I know you heard of like your spirit, like your higher self, the real you. Okay, there's a real you in the spirit realm that's seated in heavenly places. We heard that before, right? We're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Um, right in heavenly places. So it's the same, like when the, the scripture says in Matthew, um, in Matthew chapter uh, six, verse ten, as in heaven, as in as in earth, as in heaven. So what what they're saying literally is, there's copies of you. When God said, "Let us make man in our image," if you look at Genesis chapter one, verse twenty-seven, we can go there right now. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. Okay. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him male and female. Okay? He created them. So basically, they created us as being God. Okay? That was the whole intent. Let us create man in our image. Now, we know that in the spirit realm, they're spiritual beings. They have no body. They're spiritual beings. Down here on earth, we operate in the body. The body is the vessel, right? So it's a spirit in the body. We learned this last time from when um, I did my teaching. That was very controversial, by the way. Um, but we learned that last time, right? So what the Lord is saying is there's a higher you, okay? There's a real you, all right? So... Um, so in on earth, like there's like let's say this for example, there's a Jesus, there's a Jesus that's walking the earth. God is literally walking the earth. Okay, God is working walking the earth. 
Then there's a spirit God. God the Son, the Spirit, is in heavenly places. But there's a God the Son that is walking the earth, that is amongst us, because he's the judge of the world. He's the judge of the world. He's here to judge. You don't even know who he is, he, she. You don't even know who, who he is. He's amongst us, okay? So, um, and this has been the case. Um, so all of Israel, it's like all of Israel has a higher self. It's like, and I don't, it's like an avatar in a sense. It's like an avatar. So we are um, basically connected to, um, I told you before, we're angelic beings. We are, Israel is angelic beings, and we're going to talk about some of that tonight because we're going to all, we are going to be delve into what's about to happen in terms of um, Exodus being replayed and all of this, all of this kept, everything. We're going to talk about all of this, okay? So um, I hope you're following me right now so you guys really pay attention here. So it's like a parallel, all right? So um, you hear the occult saying, as above, so as below. I don't, I, I'm trying to get away from their terminology, but that's really, in essence, what it is. Um, it's like as in heaven, so on earth, like um, as on earth, as in heaven. So it's the same thing. It's like you have a, a higher self where God basically put everything into your spirit. That person is the, is the real you. So when you pass, that person is the real you. They have everything that you're ever going to possess in this world, all your purpose, all your spiritual gifts, every single thing is in that spirit. This is why he tries to conform us. This is what he wants us to be conformed to. Our spirit, you know, when we get saved, it's like we're born again, and we have, our flesh has to agree with the spirit. We have to come to some mutual agreement so that we're able to access our spiritual gifts. Is, is that making sense so far? So that's what it is right now. So he's basically saying, that there's a copy of you in um, in uh, heavenly places that are seated in heavenly places. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you my board. We need to go back over this board because some of the teachings are going to come from this board. So we're going to basically um, go over some of the things that we went over already before. All right. So um, God said, let's make man in our own image. Okay. So we know that um, this is the God, and I hope you can see the board. It's probably not going to be clear. So let me know if you in the chat room if you can if you can um if you're able to see my board. Um, with that being said, so we know that in the beginning God created us in His image. So we were basically created as gods. Remember we talked about this before. We were supposed to basically have dominion on the earth. You know we were supposed to be the gods of the earth, right? But then um, we know that rebellion took place. Um, Adam and Eve uh, basically disobeyed and. Um, gave dominion by default to Satan. So as a result, Satan received, he's basically now the in charge of the earth. He's the god of the earth. He became the god of the earth by default because by deception. All right? So um, as a result, um, the first race of beings that were born are from Satan. Those are his children. The Gentile race belongs to Satan. Because after that, you know, we know that Adam and Eve were not born. They were not birthed out, okay? So we know that um, when, once that deception happened, once it took place with the serpent and Eve, we know that um, Eve uh, produced the first child that, that is of Satan, okay, Cain, all right? Cain is the serpent's seed. He basically birthed the Gentile race. Satan birthed the Gentile race, okay? Um so with that being said, I'm going to take you to a scripture here because um, if you look at, um, 
I'm going to prove something to you. So when you when you hear that um, we are all created in Christ Jesus before the foundation of this world, so this means before anything was formed, before the earth was even formed, before the foundations of the world were formed, we were already here. We were all, those who were created in Christ Jesus, we already said that this is a title, this is the name of the Father, this is a title that is born, okay? It's a title, it's, you can look at it as a mission title, because the name Jesus means God is salvation, okay? God is salvation. We know that God does nothing without a purpose, okay? So even down to your very name, your name means something, to the street that you grew up on, to um, any, you know, anything that it is. Christ means the anointed one. Is Lord. Lord is the ruler. So it says, you always hear the term, Jesus Christ is Lord. So put that in translation. God is salvation, the anointed one, ruler. Okay, so that's what it basically translates to. Jesus Christ is Lord. All right? So just remember that. When the Son came into Jesus, into this title, when he, was, when he got here, when he was God in the flesh, came here and wore the suit, was born into the earth, he basically was um, God in the flesh, all right? So this is not his real name. God the Son, this is not his real name, okay? His name is hidden. The real name of God the Son, we don't know the real name of it. I think I'm getting revelation on that, but I, I, I don't want to talk about it yet, so I, I know for sure. But um, we can see Jesus being incarnate throughout the Bible. We can see him being an incarnate being throughout the Bible, being here in the earth in the Old Testament. You can look and see that he is... God in the flesh, and there's a spirit that breaks the I am, okay? So are you following me? Are you following me? I need to know this, okay? It's very important because this is going to determine, you know, you guys need to know who your Messiah is. This is going to determine something, okay? So, um, and I'm going to prove a point. If you turn your Bible to John chapter 15, verse 27, we'll, you'll see where the Lord said, where Jesus said, um, he says, and you, you, and you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. So when God create, when God created us and, and, and so forth, especially the, um, we're going to talk about the Israelites. But when He created the Israel, Israel as the chosen generation, they were the holy nation because they were with Him before the foundations of the world. Okay, so this is very important to follow. They've been with him for before the foundations of the world. They were just in another capacity. They were not here on the earth. Okay, something happened that brought them down to the earth. Okay, so um, and so was Jesus. Jesus, they all been we all been together. I don't know if you remember if you were there um, doing my when I did my training on um, the one hundred forty four thousand, and I was saying at that time. It's like we all know each other, like Satan knows us, like we know, like there's a relationship, like we had a relationship at one time where we all were together. And that is the case. That's exactly what the case is. You know that Satan was an angel. Satan was, was the anointed cherub who basically worshipped and was the head of the choir, the head of the uh, choir in the heavenly realm. He was in charge of that. So it looks as if we were basically under his leadership at one point before he rebelled. So there's like a relationship that happened in terms of the angels and, and, and so forth and the heavenly realms. All right. So with this, so what I'm trying to say here is um, <clears throat> the Israelites, when uh, when when uh, Adam and Eve basically forfeited their rights and gave it over to Satan, 
God of the, uh, the um, God the Son had to basically because now Satan ran the world. He ran, he became the God of the world. So what happened is God had to come and make a covenant with the Israelites. Okay, we are part of the Israel. He said we went to Abraham. Remember, he went to Abraham. Abraham, we are under the seed line of Abraham. That's the start of Israel. That's the birthing of Israel. It starts with Abraham, and he told Abraham. I'm going to um, make you great. I'm going to make your name great. You know, it's going to um, be a father of nations. And so this is basically the birth of Israel. Because, let me tell you what happened. If you go to, if you go to your scripture, um, you go to Daniel 8.8, I'm going to show you two references in here that shows how the angels, the, the hosts got knocked down to the ground. The heavenly angels were knocked down to the ground. Okay? So um, go to Daniel 8.8. 8. Okay. So it says, therefore, the male, goat, the male goat grew very great. But when he became strong, the large horn was broken. So the horn, the horn represents power, okay? So in its place of it, four notable ones came up toward the four winds of heaven. Now, we're talking about spiritual. So this um, envision this as being something that is spiritual that's taking place, all right? So um, when that one horn was broken, four, four, of, the, four of them, came up and rose up to the heavens, to the four winds of the heavens. And out of one of them came a little horn, which grew exceedingly great, toward the south, toward the east, and toward the glorious land, which is basically the holy land. Okay, that's where the angels were. That's where they resided. That's where the church was. They had the church, um, uh, you know, the church and everything. And it grew up to the hosts of heaven, okay? So we know that the hosts of heaven were in the heavenly realm. That's the holy place, right? So that's the holy place. And it cast down some of the hosts and some of the stars to the ground. We know that stars are usually symbolic of angels, okay? So we know that the ground was already cursed. So the ground was cursed. This is a holy place, right? So when he cast down some of the stars to the ground, he trampled them, meaning he oppressed them, okay? He oppressed them, all right? He even exalted himself as high as the prince of the host because now since he was able to get in that access that he's been here before, so he knows how to access it because, remember, now he came from heaven, all right? So he knows how to get up there. So he was there before. So now he got up there contaminated, basically desecrated the um, heavenly bomb up there. So what happened was, um, as a result, they had to stop the daily sacrifices because if you would have still been offering up your sacrifices, you would have been offering your sacrifices to Satan. So this is why the temple came to the ground. This is why Moses, this is why we see Moses in the Old Testament building the temple, um, the tabernacle, um, on earth, on the ground, okay? So um, this is why we see the, the Lord basically coming to basically receive worship and, and so forth when they praise them, and this is why we see him basically coming to the tabernacle to um, take up the offerings and so forth. They had to praise him in there and so forth, Um because otherwise it would have been going to Satan, because Satan at one point was in the heavenly realm. We also see that in Revelation chapter 12, verse 4. Same thing. Um, he basically drew a third of the stars down uh, from the ground, you know, from the ground. And what time point this happened, I have no idea. I don't know. Um, but all I know is um, I understood this, uh, this uh, reference. This is what I'm giving. And uh, because of the transgression, an army was given over to the horn to oppose daily sacrifices, and cast truth. He cast the truth down to the ground, Jesus. 
Jesus had to bring down, Jesus is the truth, all right? So he cast them down to the ground in their, um, in their, uh, their sanctuary, the church, the, the worshiping place. They had to come down to the ground because he contaminated, he contaminated the, uh, the heavenly realm. So are you following me right now, okay? Very important that you stay here. So these angels that fell to the ground, okay, the Lord had to do something with them. He couldn't just leave them there. So, you 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 know, you're used to being up here. This is your home, the heavenly realm, you know. You have all of the, the joys of the world because you're, you're in the heavenly realm. You have all of the luxuries and so forth, all of the beauties of, of the heavens. And now you're cast down. Now he brought you down to the earth that's cursed. You're not used to this. So there had to be a way where God basically birthed us. We had to come into a flesh suit because it's like you're a fallen angel in a sense. It's like you're a fallen angel. So you literally have fell down to the earth in the angel form because that's what you were up here, all right? So now he has to find a way to um, basically put you in the flesh suit because you're on the earth. And, and when you're on the earth, you have to be, you have to resemble what, you know, you have to resemble what's here. You're going to be here for a while because the Savior comes and basically changes the problem with sin, okay? So um, what happens is, so they got cast down to the ground. So the, so God, the, the son, okay, remember now, Jesus is still spirit. So he makes, he is the great I am. He is the I am. So he makes a covenant with Abraham, okay? They make a covenant and um, make it in, uh, with Moses also. A covenant is made with Israel that they're going to be, he's going to be their people. You know, I'm going to be your God. You're going to be uh, my people. You are not to serve any other God. You are not to serve any other God, um, and so forth. So this was very important because although Israel didn't know who they were, it's like you're being born. You don't know that you were an angel. You don't know that you were in heaven. You know nothing about that. But the Lord is trying to protect them and try to bring them back, redeem them. Remember, Israel is being redeemed. To be redeemed means to go back to your where you came from, okay? So the Lord is like... Um, the Lord knows, you know, they know who he is, and so does Satan. Satan knows that they're the angels. We're angelic beings. Um, so the Lord is like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a covenant with you. I'm going to, you're going to get all your things through me. I'm your God. You know, this is how you're my nation. And this, you know, don't serve any other God. Don't do anything with any other God. This is what you're going to do. All right? So as a result of that, um, that covenant, they end up breaking it. We see um, throughout the text. Israel went into um, idolatry. They worshiped false gods. Uh, as a result, they went into captivity. It was very clear what the Lord said. If you, uh, if you serve me, you're going to get all these blessings. He was leading them into the promised land. He said, I'm going to bless you. When, you. when you break the covenant, I'm going to curse you. You're going to be cursed. So um, as a result, that's exactly what ended up happening. Long story short, repeatedly, repeatedly, Israel continued to get delivered. They would go back into captivity, and they would get delivered because they continued to go into the idolatry. The generations continued to delve off into the idolatry, the, um, the false gods and so forth. So they were heavy into worship. Even in the very sanctuary that was on the ground, they would worship false idols in the very sanctuary in which God, the priest, the Levites, would worship false gods and so forth. So it came to a point where they went into higher bondage, Okay. So what happened is they went into captivity. So this is where it gets really um, 
this is where it gets really uh, serious here. Because now we're at the point where um, now we're at the point where there um, I don't know if you heard of this term abomination of this, uh, abomination of desolation. But if you look at Daniel, the book of Daniel again, go back to Daniel, chapter nine. What happened with Israel? What's happening with Israel right now? They're about to come out of captivity, but they went into captivity, all right, because of um, they did something that I'm trying to stop you guys from doing. Last time uh, we had a very controversial um, teaching on the revelation of Jesus Christ. Israel is in, is in bondage right now. They're coming out of it. But they're in bondage. I don't know if you know if you know the severity of the bondage. I don't know how many of you are uh, how many of you are targeted individuals. But I don't know if you know the severity of this and what uh, the abomination the abomination of desolation means. Uh, we had a very controversial. So any of you know what it means? I'm interested in knowing you, if any of you know what that means. I want to hear. It. I want to see if you know what that means. If you don't mind. We're going to make this an interactive conversation because I want to make sure that you're hearing me. Does anybody know what the abomination of desolation is? Okay, so let me let me let me tell you. According to your teaching on Friday, Lakita, um, you were talking about how to. Yeah. I'm speaking. I was speaking to you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I'm speaking to Lakita. Yes, you are. Hi, Lakita. Hi. Uh, you're actually. Oh, okay. Okay. Go ahead. I'm, I, I hear you. Um, you were talking about how to... Yes. I'm speaking... I was speaking to you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I'm speaking to Lakita. Yes, you are. Okay, I, it, it seems like a, there's a lot of interference. I don't know what's going on with the um, talk shoot. Um, it's like an echo in the background. But um, I don't know who was talking. But let me tell you what the abomination of desolation is. Um... It's basically with the temple, they're basically, to be honest, there's, there's no God there. Okay? Um, but here, now, it's a weird delay. It's okay. causing me to have a community. Yeah. Sorry. delay. I'm sorry about that. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, it's an idol. But let me tell you what the, what the abomination of desolation is. Okay. It's an so idol. Let me just tell you what it is. Um, so for the simple, I'm just gonna put it on mute because I'm hearing a lot of background noise. So it's uh, okay. So we don't be on. Um, no. Uh, no. Uh, All right. So um, let me just go ahead and explain what the abomination of desolation is. It's basically um, when your temple is desolate. There's nobody there. There's no God there. So we know that in the beginning in the Old Testament we see where the um, temple was basically a sanctuary that was um, a physical sanctuary where people went in and worship in a physical location. But we see that when Jesus came, when Jesus came in, in the uh, New Testament, um, the temple, he said, was going to be 
us. She's going to send us the gift of the Holy Spirit. She's going to live within us. So the temple is now us, okay? So we are the church. The church is in here. The worship is in here. So he lives within us, okay? So we are the temple. So God has nothing to do with the temple. So you're hearing all of this talk about how they're, what they're doing in um, Israel in terms of building a new temple. That's not what they're talking about. And I'm going to show you in Matthew chapter 24 before we, um, I'm going to show you in Matthew 24. Because there's some things that you need to really realize um, that's happening before you even understand any of this. You have to know that the world is ending, okay? You need to know that the world is ending and that a rapture is coming. And you need to know, basically, that Israel is going to be redeemed. But let me tell you what's going on and, and what state Israel is in. Let me also tell you that you're paying attention to the wrong Israel because the Israel that you're seeing in Israel are not the real Israelites. That's um, another thing. So all of this is uh, the enemy has done this to all to um, confuse, create a, a you know atmosphere of confusion. Nobody knows who's who. Um, and this is what it, this is what it boils down to. Just like the video that I showed you about, you know, um, which car is Gigi in, like because you don't know what's what. That's that's what they basically done. Everything is like confusing. You don't know who's a man or who's a woman. You don't know who's uh you know who's Israel or who's not Israel. So and, I mean this is very important to know that. Um, so and you'll see that in um, Revelation chapter three. I don't have the exact verse, but if you look at Revelation chapter three. It says that the Israelites, who are the Jews who are calling themselves are Israel, or that are calling themselves Jews, are not the real Jews. They're descended off of Satan. Um, they basically stole an identity, and it's not really their fault because they didn't. This is this has this goes back all the way back to um past generations. They they've been lied to too, as far as I'm concerned. Everybody's been lied to, um, but they are not the true Israelites, and um, that's where the confusion now. So the the, uh, and this is something that you have to get from the Lord. But if you're paying attention to Israel, and you see what I'm saying, and so if you're following this, if you're looking at Israel, that is not the real Israel, then you're being misled, and you're not really seeing the truth. So that's very important to know, all right? So um, as far as uh, we're going to go to Matthew chapter 24, or 23, let's start at 23, because I want to show you something. And I hope you're. I hope you're getting it. All right. So if you look at Matthew 23, this is what Jesus said. Um, Matthew chapter 23. We're looking at verse uh, 37. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Now Jerusalem is the city of God. Jerusalem, what he's referring to is the people of Israel. Okay, he's not really talking about the location Jerusalem. He's talking about the city of the the uh, it's the city of God, meaning Israel, the people of Israel. Okay, meaning the people as like us, like people, um, Israel, the people, the one who killed the prophets. Okay, so he's talking about this is what Israel was doing. This is what I said they were worshiping false gods, um, different in the occult, um, worshiping idols and so forth, um, killing prophets, killing prophets that God had sent. Okay. And stones, and um, who stones those who are sent to her. All right. How often this is Jesus talking, by the way. So let's start over. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house 
is left to you desolate. You know what he said? You have no temple. You have no God. You rejected me. When I came to you, Israel, you rejected me. You stoned me. You threw stones at me. I came to help you as your Messiah, and you rejected me. You, you said you, 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 you accused me of, of lying. You accused me of um, being a little who was a Bezalel. I came to help you as your Redeemer, as God in the flesh. You said that I wasn't God. And now I can't come into you. Now I can't give you my Holy Spirit. I can't live within you. Okay? So now he's saying, your house is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This is very serious. Okay? So now, as a result, this is happening to this generation right now. The abomination of desolation you're seeing in our generation. Okay, you know this was this was done said a long time ago. He's talking about our generation. This is why, and we're gonna go. I'm gonna show you in Matthew 24 where why um, it's our generation. Let's start at. Let's go to um, uh, Matthew 24. We're looking at. Um, let's look at. We're gonna look at a few verses here. But I want you to understand something. How serious this is. So everyone's given a gift of the Holy Spirit once they get saved, once they receive Christ as their Lord and Savior. Because we all agree, right, you have, to, you have to believe that Christ is who he says he is in order to receive him, right? Well, they didn't. They, they rejected him. They threw stones at him. And as a result, our generations later would have to pay for what, we, what they did, our, what our ancestors did. So now we're left with a temple that's empty. So do you know what that means? If you don't know what that means, keep paying, keep paying attention. All right, so now we look at um, chapter 24, verse 1. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the building of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another and shall not be thrown down. So you know what he just said in this? So he's saying Jesus intended to build a spiritual house. Like we're the stones. We're the stones of that spiritual house. As believers, we are the stones. You don't believe me, let's go to the scripture. One second. Um, I'll show you the scripture where it says that. It's First Peter chapter 2. So when you look at uh, the spiritual house, it's supposed to be like a, we're the stones, the believers are the stones, and he's the chief cornerstone. Okay, so he's like the chief cornerstone. So, as a result, he's saying that what they're about to do to you, because you don't have what, what they're about to do to you, there's about to be, uh, you're about to be invaded. Your temple is about to be invaded because it's empty, it's desolate. So your, temp, your temple is about to be under attack by the enemy. The enemy is going to invade your temple because it's desolate. There's nobody there. Okay, so the Holy Spirit is a restrainer. If the Holy Spirit is not in there, they they can come in. They can come in. So this is what the Lord is saying. You have no temple until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So when you stand to his disciples, do you not feel these things? Surely I say to you that not one stone shall be left here upon another. All the stones are going to come down. You've You've been ruined. You have been trampled upon. 
this is going back to Daniel 8, 8, where he said, in the stars fell from heaven that he trampled on them. He basically oppressed Israel. He's basically coming, the abomination of desolation is Satan living in your body, controlling you, acting as he is God. Don't believe me. Here we go. Um, uh, Matthew chapter 24, verse 15. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, who is the holy place? Israel. Where's the holy place? Israel. The holy place. Okay? And it says, whoever reads, let him understand. Israel is the holy place. They're not talking about a physical temple. They're not talking about the temple that they're building over in Israel, the physical location. They're talking about the body. Okay? This is very serious for you to understand what's happening because you're, you're seeing it amongst your people. Nobody's in there. Okay? Um, so what's happening is, so you said when you see these things, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, then let those who are Judea flee to the mountains. Let those who are Judah, pretty much, flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down and take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight may not be in the winter or in the Sabbath. What he's saying is this is a, a escape plan. When you see that, they basically take it over. They basically take it over. This is basically demonic possession, okay? The, the abomination of desolation is basically demonic possession, pretty much. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like a simple way to, to coin it. Um, that's what it is. So the person is not there. There is like a, um, that person, I don't know, I, I don't know what the feeling is like, but they, they basically oppress that person, suppress that person, and they bring in demons. They bring in, uh, they uh, make altars, okay? They make altars. They induce some sort of trauma. They build altars on those traumas, have different personalities come in and, and, and so forth, and they basically have a, a vessel that they're using to basically run down because this vessel is being redeemed and Satan can't say anything that's going to heaven, pretty much. So he's basically trying to oppress you and oppress you. So meanwhile, you're desolate. You have no God there, but Satan is coming to be a God, and he's making you a slave. So I say this to say, you're seeing people that are severely oppressed. That uh, When we talk about our gang stalkers, I don't know who all is a targeted individual here, but um, our gang stalkers uh, are usually, this, this, this brings home, this, this, this um, leaves me, in a different, uh, has, this leaves me with a different feeling in terms of um, those who are attacking us. You have to look at it from this perspective. These people, this is this is what's happening right now, the abomination of desolation. You're seeing this right now. These people are basically under control by some, something that they believe, they think that they have control over their lives, but they really don't. I mean, like I said, if you watch any of my videos, You'll see we talk about the reality of this world and how we are all puppets that we are. This is a matrix system. None of our none of our things that we do are our own. It's it's not. Okay? And this is why you have to really understand that point before you understand anything else. So
So these people are really being influenced by Satan. They have no one in their temple. And it shows you in the scripture. So let's go to a, uh, let's go down. So when you look at Matthew 24, and you see them saying, you know, basically hurry up and get out of here, get out of here, escape, leave, flee, and make sure that your flight is not on the Sabbath. Now, um, there was a comment that someone left saying that, um, that I said that the Sabbath is not holy. That's not what I said. Um, the Sabbath is very holy. Christians are supposed to uh, uh, keep the Sabbath day holy. However, I don't know if you realize this, but Satan has um, taken over. He has basically, they have a Sabbath too. The occult has a Sabbath, okay? They also have a Sabbath. You know that Satan copies everything God does. So they have a Sabbath too. So this is what the Lord is saying. Make sure that your flight, your escape, your flight is not on the Sabbath, on their occult day. Because these are the, everything is out in the open. You are, you are literally amongst demons in these last days. This is what it is. The abomination of desolation. He said, whoever reads, let him understand. They're not talking about a physical temple. It would be much easier if they were talking about a physical temple, right? No, they're not talking about a physical temple. We know that the temple is us. I'll give you that scripture. We'll go to that scripture where, where the Lord says, you are the temple. Let me, I think it's in Second Corinthians. Hold on a second. Let me try to Google it. Here it is, First uh, Corinthians chapter 6, uh, verse 19. Do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. Okay? We are, the, the temple is us. We're the temple. Okay, so, all right, so, um, Okay, so Ms. Wilson said that she's struggling with the interpretation of the abomination of desolation. The abomination of desolation is basically what it is, desolation, meaning um, nothing's there, like it's been um, desolated. Let me give you the exact definition of desolation. Abomination is something that happens that is so abominable, something that is so lewd or um, abominable, and the desolation is basically devastation or ruin, um, barrenness, empty, loneliness, deprivation, um, grief, um, a desolate place, an empty place, a sorrowful, a sorrowful place. So this is what they talk about the abomination of desolation. This is in your Bible, Daniel chapter uh, 9, verse uh, 27. So what I'm trying to say here is they spoke of this in the Bible. When you see this happening, and you, we're talking about it right now in Matthew chapter 24. When you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, you have to really look at what he's talking about, standing in the holy place. What is the holy place? Israel is the holy place. Israel the people, okay? The temple, the temple is the holy place, Okay? God usually refers to us, like, for example, the city 
the, uh, the, the when when you talk when you hear them talk about Jerusalem, they say that's the city of God. Um, the city of God. He's basically talking about Israel and the people. Israel is the people. Okay. So, uh, so when he says Jerusalem, and then when he says temple, he's talking about the holy place inside of you, the the place where you worship out of. When you worship, the Holy Spirit lives in us. Okay. So what he's saying is you don't get to receive those who basically, um, who Israel is basically being oppressed because they don't have the, they don't have, some of them don't have um, the Holy Spirit. Those who have rejected Christ when he came as a Savior, as we read before, I'm going to read this again. If you go to Matthew chapter 23, I'm going to give you another one. He says, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Okay. He's talking about Israel as a people. Okay, the one who kills the prophets. Okay, so God sends these people prophets, Israel prophets. He sends them, uh, you know, um, he sent them Jesus. And they stoned him. They didn't believe that he was the Messiah. They didn't believe him. Okay, so they stoned him because they're under the influence of Satan. And whenever you're dealing with all this idolatry, your whole thinking, you are darkness, but you can't understand the concept of light because you're in darkness. Okay, so they, they basically attacked Jesus and, and, and called him a liar pretty much and stoned him for calling himself God. So they thought they knew God, but they don't know God because you're, you operate in darkness. You're, you're worshiping idols. So how could you possibly know God? So um, then he says, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers its chicks under her wing, but you were not willing. So Jesus was at least trying to save the young children, the generation after them, but they, they wouldn't let him. Okay, they wouldn't let him come near the children. So he was basically rejected by his own. Okay, when he tried to go help them, when God sent them to go help Israel, Israel rejected them. They nailed them to the cross. Okay, they nailed their own to the cross. All right? And um, it says now, so the Lord is punishing them right now, and that's happening in this generation. It, it, it happened in this generation. So he's saying now, see, your house is left to you, desolate. Your house is left to you desolate. Your house, meaning here, your spiritual house that you worship out of, out, out of is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So you have no spiritual temple inside of you unless you basically say that Jesus Christ is Lord. Unless you basically say that Jesus Christ is Lord. You, you, it's like you renounce Jesus. It's like basically saying, I renounce Jesus. Is that making sense, Ms. Wilson? And I'll show you another scripture where it says that. Go to well, Luke 19. Maybe this translation will be a little easier to interpret. Luke 19, chapter 41-44. Chapter 19-41-44. Okay. So here it is. Now as he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it. He's talking about Jerusalem. Saying, if you had known, even you, especially in your day, the things that make you peace, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. So he's telling them, like, if you already knew this, I'm, about, I'm trying to give you peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Now you're not going to see me because you rejected me. Okay, for days will come upon you when your enemies, listen to this, 
For days will come upon you when your enemies will build it in the embarkment around you, surround you, and close you in on every side. This is what we're talking about. They're going to surround you spiritually. They're going to come into your temple. He's saying you're going to be invaded by something that is not God. Okay? And level you. So these people are going to surround you on every side, close you in on every side, and level you and your children within you to the ground, and they will not leave in you one stone upon another because you did not know the time of your visitation. Jesus came to them to help them, but they rejected him. So he's saying they're not going to leave one stone. They're going to ruin you. They're going to drive. They're going to wear you down. They're going to defile you. They're going to wear you down. So um, what I'm saying is some of y'all who say, oh, I'm not going to get saved right now. I'm still having fun. I'm still enjoying myself. I, I got a lot, lot to do. You know, I got this. You know, I'm still waiting. I'm going to wait a few more years until I'm done you know, partying, and when I get a little older and when I settle down and get near, then I'll get saved. If that temple, if the enemy comes to that temple and that temple is not guarded, he can get in that temple. He's getting in that temple. If you do not have the Holy Spirit in your temple, he is getting in your temple. He is after Israel because Israel, he wants to, he wants to drive Israel down. Okay? Yes, Abby, Babylon is America. Yep. Babylon is America. Mystery Babylon is America. So, what I'm saying here is, this is very serious. So, you have a lot of people that are not saved. Okay? They're not saved. So, their temple is not, it doesn't have any any restrainer there. Nobody's there. Okay, so what I'm saying is this allows the enemy access to come in and basically pretend that he's your God and basically drive you like a slave. But the good news is, okay, Mark 13, 14 to 23. So the good news is, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what you're talking about, Miss um, Wilson, but let me look. The good news is Israel is about to be redeemed. Israel is in captivity. Now, when you say captivity, could you imagine being in captivity in your own body? I'm talking about from your own body, okay? Um, we know that as targeted individuals, some of us feel like we're in captivity, you know, we're, we're um there's a war out on us individually, you know, an individual war out on us. And um, we're going through this alone and silently. But could you imagine from the gang stalker's perspective, um, it is my understanding, my belief, now I'm not saying that there's an abomination of desolation in there. These are spirits that got in. And if you look at, uh, if you look at why the judgment is coming, why judgment is coming, the Lord said, because of the vengeance of my temple. The vengeance of my temple. Go to, um, I'll show you that too. Go to um, Jeremiah chapter, hold on, let me see. Chapter uh, 50, um, verse 28. 
The voice of those who flee and escape from the land of Babylon declares in Zion the vengeance of the Lord our God, the vengeance of his temple. You desecrated, they desecrated the temple. The Lord said, do you not know that the temple is of the Holy Spirit? If anyone attempts to defile the temple, I will utterly destroy them. The temple has been defiled. This is what, this is what they're talking about. Uh, I, I guess I'm confused. Ms. Wilson, you, you understand it now? But I, I, really, I really need you guys to get this. I want you to understand this. The Lord wants you to understand this. So what you're seeing here, when you look at Revelation uh, 24, he says it. He tells you, in, uh, not Revelation, in Matthew 24, so there's an urgency to flee, to get out, to escape, right? There's an urgency to flee, to get out and then to escape because, and he said, make sure that, I hope that it's not on the Sabbath day because these are satanic holidays. Now they're out in the open. They're, they're hunting you. They're hunting Israel. They're gonna, they're gonna, the time is coming where they're going to hunt you, literally hunt you, okay? I mean, you're dealing with, you're, I'm telling you, flesh you're dealing with flesh eaters, blood drinkers. I mean, this is very serious. Okay, so they're out with it now. And this is what the Lord says. He said, unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. No flesh would be saved. So you literally have, you really need to have, you really need to have, um, you really need to have an understanding of what this is. This is, this is why I asked you in the beginning, Are, is anyone here saved? Because if you don't have the restrainer blocking your temple, if you don't have a at your temple, if there's nobody there, if you're just one of those people that's waiting to get saved tomorrow or next week, um, next year, or whatever the case may be, and you don't have a, a trainer there, the Holy Spirit, that's what he does. He guards the temple. If there's nobody there, they can invade, they, and they will invade. They're trying to devour the temple. Okay. So, where do, so let's um, go ahead and go to um, um let's go. Ahead. I'm sorry for the um the noise in the back. So um, basically, right? If if you don't know God, and I'm saying if, truly, if you don't know, if you don't have the Spirit of God in you, that means you don't have the Holy Spirit. What, what does this Holy Spirit does? Does anybody know what the Holy Spirit does? What the, what what it does? What he does? He gives you, um, he talks when, um, when, when the Lord talks, you know, he doesn't talk on his own accord, but he tells you things uh, that the Lord tells you. He ministers to your spirit. He convicts us of sin, right? He also guards the temple. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. He's also protected, the, the temple is protected by him. Providing you're not 
you know, and sin, and you're you know, repenting and everything. But um, he basically got the temple also. He's the restraint. It's like the restrainer is there. That's what, and that's what's going to happen right now when the restrainer leaves the earth. Because that's what's going to, that's what's causing the great tribulation. When um, when the restrainer leaves the earth, the Holy Spirit, when he leaves the earth, all hell is going to break loose. He's basically keeping things under, um, he's keeping things, you know, things are still bad, but he's keeping things level. But when the restrainer goes, that's like, that's like the um, teacher, that's like a, let's just look at it as like a, um, like a security guard of the jail. Like when a security guard goes, the jail just goes crazy. That's exactly what's going to happen. Because the Holy Spirit is going to leave the earth. When the great tribulation comes, he's leaving. There will be no there will be no presence of God here except for the one hundred and forty four thousand that are um, basically filled with the Holy Spirit. So with that is saying that when the restrainer goes, that's when they're gonna have a field day. They gonna it's gonna be all hell gonna break loose. And this is what they're saying in Matthew twenty four, that is the great tribulation. All hell is gonna break loose. Nobody's here to watch them. That's what they want. They don't want God here. That's what that's exactly what they want. They don't want the, they don't want God here because now they can do whatever you know, the the restrainer's gone. Now we can do whatever we want. You know, let's go eat some flesh and drink some blood. We have demons walking around here literally. And that's why they said no flesh would survive. No flesh would survive. So if you look at um the if you look at um also um if you look at Matthew chapter ten This is what the Lord says. These are all indicators. This is like, this is serious. So if you look at Matthew um, chapter 10, Matthew chapter 10, uh, look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 21. Now, brother will deliver you up, will deliver up brother to death. A father, his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. Now, why would you... Now, does that seem kind of strange? Does that seem kind of strange? Your brother delivering up... Your, your children delivering you up to death? That's because they're not your children. They're not there. They're not there. They're not in there. They're there, but they're suppressed. There's a, a, there's a manifestation. There's a presence of a spirit that has taken over their body. That has taken over their body. Your child is suppressed in that body. These are demons walking around. So when you see that there's going to be conflicts in your home, you're not dealing with your real, they look like your, they look, I mean, you have, you need to look at the teachings. They look like they're your, 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 they're your parents. They look like they're your mother. They look like your father. But they're acting quite different. That's what they're not, they're, they're taking over. Don't you find that strange? Brother would deliver up brother to, to death. All of these different things, your family members, everybody's turning on each other. They'll deliver you up to their synagogue. That's because they're not they're not there. That's not that's not them. So this is um this is what's going to happen. The Lord wants you to know this. He wants you to know this. Okay. So the good news is 
Um, there is going to be a, a baptism. The, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is going to be poured out on all flesh. Um, I think there's going to be a great awakening. So those who are asleep are going to be awakened. But, um, but you're going to have another dilemma because it goes back to what we talked about before when we did the revelation of when we did the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now. I did a teaching on Jesus Christ, and I got a lot of back, uh, a, lot, a lot of backlash. Um, and this is why it's good. I, you know, I usually tend to ask my viewers, "Do you have the Holy Spirit?" Because the Holy Spirit needs to minister to you in terms of it. W- it will tell you. It will basically validate the truth. It will confirm the truth. It will lead you into the truth. So, if you don't, if you're gonna have a problem with the way Jesus appears, whether it's a a woman or a, a, a male, if you're going to have a problem with that, you're going, to, you're going to face the same problem that they faced back when they denied them before. So this is very important for you to understand and get to know and, and get, to, get familiar with the Holy Spirit. You know, go in prayer and really seek the Lord out so that you are able to receive revelation on who your Messiah is going to be, on who, who, who's um, coming in the name of the Lord. Because somebody's going to come in his name. Somebody's going to come in the name of Jesus Christ. So it's like I just told you when it says, um, sorry. It's like I said, um, are you able to see it now? Um, Black marker, got it, Abby. Um. Oh, that's awful. I'm sorry, folks. That's awful. I can't even see it good. So, unless you can't. Um, I'm sorry about that. Let's see here. The truth is I need a bigger board. Um, so, all right. The thing is, um, you have to really understand the world that we live in. When the Antichrist comes on the scene, um, when the Antichrist comes on the scene, they're going to feed you what you want to see. They're going to feed you what you want to hear. They're going to feed you politics. You know, oh, he has a degree. He has a bachelor's. You know, he has a master's degree. He has a PhD. He's uh, he's very articulate. You know, he's going to be all dressed up and dolled up. But the person that's going to come in riding on a donkey. Y'all are going to deny because y'all not used to – he doesn't fit what we learned here, and he doesn't fit what we learned in this world. But see, the Lord says do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. You really need to get this because what you're going to be going into or what you're born for is look. What you're going to be born after is deception, all right? You're going to be born after deception, and uh, you really need to get that clear, Um in terms of with with uh, you really need to get an understanding as to um, what the real what the truth is going to be because if you're going after something that's all dressed up and dialed up, then you're basically going into the deception. Satan uses imaginations and illusions. He knows exactly what you're going to accept. He knows exactly what you're going to um, go for. So he's already doctored it up. He's already made it nice and, and, and pretty, okay? 
I'm going to move this out the way so you guys can see me. No. He's going to doctor it. He's going to make it nice and, and, and packaged nicely. Okay? So on that note, I want, to, I want to share something with you right here. I want to share this scripture with you. In Proverbs, verse 30, it says, Those who linger long at the wine, those who go in search of mixed wine, do not look on the wine when it is red. Okay, so don't be turned don't be turned on to looks, okay? All right, so it's like don't look on the wine when it's red and when it sparkles in the cup. You know, it looks all cute and sparkly, all right, it swirls around smoothly. At last, at the last, it bites like a serpent, okay? And stings like a viper. Okay, your eyes will see the strange things and your heart will utter perverse things. Yes, you will be like one of those who lies down in the midst of the sea. Like, you're going to be so out of it because you, you drunk off the wine, okay? You got caught up in it. They got you in their, they got you in their snare, all right? So you drunk in the wine. They got you in the midst of the sea where all the spiritual, where all the spiritual uh, beings are, okay? Or like the one that lies on top of the man saying, they struck me, but I was not hurt. You know, the drunks that always striking somebody that will never get hurt. They come out, no bruises, no scratches. They have beaten me, but I did not feel it. <laughs> when I feel awake, that they may seek, I may seek another drink. So you still ask for another drink. You still ask for more deception. You're still asking for more deception because you love it. You love deception. What does the Lord say? Do not be deceived in these last days. Let no man deceive you. So they're going to deceive. They're going to do this, that, because they know what you like to see. They know what's going to turn you on. They know that you like to see. PhDs and a good-looking man and and uh, a, a a nice speaker. You know, you, you want to see somebody that went to Harvard. You want you, they they know that you like these things, so they're gonna give you what you, what you want to see. And you're gonna the one that's coming on a donkey or on a pony. You gonna you gonna deny you gonna deny them. And that's gonna be your savior. That's your savior. So we have to get out of this. We have to get out of this. We have to get out of this whole mentality of, oh, um, you know, it don't look like what I'm, what I'm taught. This word is a lie. This word, don't, don't worry about what it looks like. Test the spirit. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived by this, this elaborate, you know, Prince Charlie, because he's so gorgeous and, you know, I get lost in his eyes and he's so dreamy. No, it bites like a serpent, bites like a serpent. So this is important. We can't get lost in these in these things. Uh, you know, we, we have to stay true to the word. What does the word say? Is the word consistent with how it looks? Okay? So we know that Jesus is not, Jesus is like, I'm coming in on a donkey, you know. And they still threw down their clothes. In that, and when you look at Mark 11, they still threw down their clothes and worshiped and put up palm trees. Blessed is he, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. They want their Savior. So Jesus is like, okay, you ain't going to receive me here. Let me go to the next. Let me, let me go over here. I'm going I'm to go over here. You just lost all your salvation. You just lost all your salvation. The Lord already said, until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. He just told you that. Until you say that, you will not see me. No one comes to the Father except through me. So that's what that is. 
Okay. So um, that's very important for you to know. This teaching is very important for you to know that these last days, these are critical days. This this time is very, is very. Um, this is it. This is it, folks. This is literally it. Okay. And I understand some people are not going to, you know, it, 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 this is why you have to really pay attention in these last days because there's already deception. We've already been deceived. We're looking at the wrong people in terms of Israel. We're looking at the wrong people. Okay? Meanwhile, there's a war going on on people that are being persecuted right now, targeted individuals. That are do not do not look like the Israelites over there, by the way. But these are people of of color, okay. Um, and the Lord says, I mean, this this is just what it is. Israel is going to be redeemed, all right. And blessed are those who bless Israel, cursed are those who curse Israel. That's just the bottom line. The Lord says judgment is coming. Why is judgment coming? For vengeance on my temple. There will be no flesh left. He has to come. This is that we're in a. This is a very serious. He has to come. There will be nobody here. They're everywhere. These people are every aliens, demons, whatever you want to call. It. They're everywhere. They're in. They infiltrated everything. They're here. There's probably some of them on, on this channel. So we cannot. Um, we cannot lose sight. This is very serious. Um, it's one of those things where we have to come out and 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 stop, you know, looking at how pretty it looks and, and things like that. So this is something that um is very critical in these last days. This is a urgent this is an urgent message, okay. But I want to I want to touch on something. Those who are in captivity, you're about to come out. That's the good news. There's a seven week prophecy. I don't understand it fully, but I know that um Israel is being redeemed. Okay, so I'm not going to speak to that because I don't really understand it fully. Um, and I, I'm still working on trying to get revelation on that. So we'll leave that for, I understand some parts of it, but I don't understand it in its entirety. So what we're, what we're saying here is um, Israel is going to be redeemed. So those who have a desolate, uh, those whose temples have been desolate, they will, they will be saved. They will be redeemed. But they're going through the tribulation because they, they, they're going through the tribulation. The Great Tribulation, I should say. Not at all, Abby. Not at all. Not anymore. I used to when I first saw I'm awakened, but now I'm like, people need help. You know, you can't let, when, it, when it's like this, you can't let stuff, you can't let it go. You can't act like it doesn't exist. You can't, um, we, need all, we need all hands on deck. I look at it like this. If they're going to kill you, they're going to kill you. They're going to do, you know, and it's at that point where you're going to die anyway. If you're here, you know, it's one of those things where you have to, like, really stand and face, and you have to stand up and let people know and let people know what you're, what's going on. But this is one of these days where you, you're going to be among people that you're not going to be able to trust. They look like the person you know, but they're not really there. It's going to be one of those types of days. I've already showed you that on the on the um, commercial that I showed you in the last on one of my videos, which tower is Gigi is. 
and they all look the same. So who's the real Gigi? Where's Gigi at? Nothing in that appears. So it's one of those things where we have to really, um, we have to really uh, make sure that we are we're right with the Lord. Um, so I, this message is very urgent. Um, and that's what it is. That's the time that we're in. So, and this is a point out, there will be a rapture. There is a rapture. There's a post-tribulation rapture. So the rapture is going to happen right before the great trip starts. The rapture will happen before the great tribulation starts. However, I don't think it's going to be a clean one. Um, it, it, it's like people are being attacked. Anybody that's getting out of here and is basically going to heaven, um, the enemy can't stand them. So it's just like the redeemed, you know, he has a, he can't stand them. That's why Israel's being attacked. Anybody that has favor with the Lord and that's getting out of here, um, you know, they, they can't stand them. Okay. So these days, Israel is going to be hunted. Israel is going to be hunted, hunted like animals. You're going to see some great persecution. It's 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 going to be horrendous, nothing like ever before. And the targets are really going to be it's going to be on Israel. So um. That's what that you know. That's what uh, this was all about. Getting this, um, getting this information out because this is an urgent message. So it's like this: those who call the name of the Lord shall be saved. Who's saved and who's not saved? So, so that basically concludes the um, teaching. I'm going to open up the line and see if anyone has any questions. Um, so what you're going to basically see is um, a mass exodus. The Messiah is going to come. In Israel, you're going to see exodus played out all over again. They're gonna, they're gonna basically be taken back to the promised land. They're gonna try to move them out, move them out of here. You're gonna see actually signs and wonders, everything, signs and wonders, um, everything. It's probably gonna be way better than um, the Book of Exodus, part part Red Sea and all that. It's probably gonna be over the top, over the top. They're gonna see God show. Um, they're gonna see God in a in a supernatural way that they've never seen before. It's just gonna be acts all uh, acts played out all over again. Also, signs and wonders everywhere. Everybody, that's what they're saying. Even in um, Matthew um, 24, that's why they say do not be deceived, because you're gonna see you know see doctors of demons, and you're gonna see them doing their signs and wonders and everything. But then you're gonna see the um, uh, you know God's people out here doing their signs and wonders. 
and that's just what you're going to see. So this is going to be Exodus played out all over again, where there's going to be a, a, a Messiah that's going to lead Israel to the promised land. They're going back to the promised land until everything is done. So they're going to end up back over in the Middle East, pretty much. So they're going to be moving Israel out into safety because Israel will not survive over here. And uh, they're being hunted. So this is like being this is like being escaped. So you're seeing Pharaoh replayed all over again. Okay. This is a, a whole replay of that all over again. So this is exciting because you know let the redeemed let the redeemed give a praise unto the Lord because. This doesn't have to turn out the way that you think. Yes, they're in captivity. They've been in captivity. Their temple is invaded. And, but guess what? The good news is it's like persecution. So when we look at gang stalkers, they're, so they're probably, temple is probably desolate. Nine times of the ten, the temple is probably desolate. They don't have, um, there's no God there. Okay? Someone don't got in the temple. And when, when the enemy gets in that temple, you are, he's not letting you get to God. He's not letting you reach to God. He's basically holding on to you. Just think of what the Christians have to go through. We have to fight with them. So do you, do you really think he's going to let somebody that he has a hold of go? He's like Pharaoh. When God says, I'm not letting him go. So see, um, God is the owner of all souls. All souls belong to him. And Israel will be redeemed. So, that's good news. And that and that pretty much concludes the story here. So, um, that's the good news. And um, you're going to see signs and wonders. You're going to see our God work in a marvelous way like never before. Some of, us don't know. <clears throat> Some of us don't know the Lord. Some of us don't know him. Some of us probably wouldn't know a miracle if we saw one. You know? <clears throat> so it's going to be over the top. You know, when he, when he comes, it's just going to be like over the top. You know, he's God. So. All right, so I'm going to open up the lines right now. Let's see if anyone has anything to say. Okay, I have your lines open um, if anyone has anything to say. I have a question real quick. Can you I, hear me? Who's talking? Um, Ivory. Hi, Ivory. Hey, how are you doing? Okay. Okay. Okay, my question is in regards to um, um, Jesus. I'm remembering your... Um, your past um, message, you said that Jesus is on the earth now today, correct? Right. Okay, so my question is, and you said the purpose of Jesus being on earth now today is um, symbolic for Moses because he's going to act as if, not act, but 
um, leading the people, Jerusalem, back to the promised land, correct? No, no, no. Okay, so what's the... Jesus has been on the earth. Um, It's just basically as a judge. As a judge, if you look, if you read the book, if you read the book of Revelations, um, I think it's chapter four, um, where it says like um, he saw a lamp when they asked who can open the scrolls, and he came from mm-hmm. like who was um, working to open the scrolls, and then he said, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But when you did, you... On, his role is on the earth as is to judge the earth. We see him like. Um, if you look at Joshua, if you, not not Joshua, but, but yeah, Joshua. The priest, high Joshua. priest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's all. Now here, okay, so here's my, I know you say um, incarnate. So here's my question. Okay, so everyone that's a, that believes on the Lord and loves the Lord, they're all going to have the same purpose. So they're going to have the same characteristics as the Lord because they under that they're under that um spirit. So when we say when when you're saying incarnate, are you saying that because they have the same characteristics? Is that what we kind of saying they they're from the same family? Is that why we're saying incarnate? Or are we saying that this please go ahead. No, I believe that the Israel I believe that the Israelites are incarnate because it goes back to what happened to them in terms of um being taken from the from the heavens as being fallen stars. Now, as far as the Gentiles go, the Gentiles are a race that was created on the earth. I mean those are Satan those that 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 falls in the Satan seed. That's the Satan right. Line. Right, and I and I understand that part. I was just trying to, because today you said that um, Moses, we'll we see that Exodus experience again, but again with the Israelites, Moses was leading them. So when we see that, so I was asking, my question was, was when we see that, that, um, that happen again in these days, what would... What will be will 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 it be then the hundred and forty four thousand lean or would it be just one of those things where because I know the Holy Spirit is going to be off the earth at that time who will actually you know what I mean I guess that was the question because in earlier today you said it'll be that same thing so what who will be the leader then if that if it it would be the person that comes in the name of the Lord which would be the Messiah. Whoever comes in the name of the Lord, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now remember, now, when we when we break down the name of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ means God and salvation. So right. this is the Father's name. So it's gonna be we don't know who name you know I don't know the name of the person you know I, it, but the bottom line is it's gonna be um, blessed is the person who, who blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Okay. Okay. So, what will be the purpose of sealing the hundred and forty-four thousand who will actually be sealed with the Holy Spirit? Now, the Holy Spirit. Now, remember, now the the one hundred and forty-four thousand have to answer to a commander. Correct. Okay. Correct. I, so, there's mm-hmm. a command. If you look at Joel chapter two, the Lord um, says that He gives voice to His army. Okay, mm-hmm. this is, this is, that's that's really the role of the Messiah, the leader of the okay. army. 
So um, the 144 are still going to be spirit-filled, doing their thing. And, I, I, you know, I don't know how that's going to – I don't know how it's going to look. You know, I, I have no knowledge of that. But um, I, I can just go by probably what the examples in the Bible show, like how it, they sent two out, like like when they did like um, when they did it in the uh, – In the, the disciples. Book. Yeah, yeah, when they did it like mm-hmm. two, two out like that. Maybe they're mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know that part of it. I don't know. But I think it's going to be, like, all over the place. Like, they're going to be all over. Right. Scattered. A short amount of time. So. Right. So that's what I was trying to understand because from from the understanding of the end days is that the Holy Spirit, once the wind is told to stop to not even blow on the earth anymore, the Holy Spirit will then be removed off the earth. So if the once the Holy Spirit is removed off the earth, then the hundred and forty four thousand is sealed, which basically kind of lines up to okay. So these people, these hundred and forty four thousand that are sealed, what are they going to be doing on earth? You know what what is their roles? What are they? What, of course, we know they're going to be great witnesses because they're sealed still. You know, but you know what? And then to have another. To have, um, not another, but to have the um, saying that is going to be the 144,000 and then a prophet on earth, too. I'm just trying to, you know, connect the dots and understand that. Right. So the 144,000 are basically going to be evangelizing. Don't get the mark of the beast. You can get an idea for what they're going to do when you look at Revelation. When you see the mm-hmm. angels talking, when you see the mm-hmm. angels talking in Revelation, that's them. That's them. I'll give you an example. Hold on a second. Let me give you an example. Oh no, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I, I know what you're talking about in Revelations when he go into the the um seven eyes and when they're talking about when they say, um do not you know, when it when it when it says that the angel came and it said do not get the mark of the beast, those who get the mark of the beast will get the wrath mm-hmm. of the Oh, the walls the walls yeah. will go yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. them. That's them. That's them. Yep. Oh, no, no, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I, I know what you're okay. talking about. I'm going to the, uh, um, I'm also okay. able, if you're able to hear the Um, I hope you're able, if you're able to hear she said, Ivory, uh, what's her name? If you look at, just be uh, specific, if you look at uh, Revelation 14, start at chapter 6, those are 14. the ones we Okay. 14, yeah. Hi, Dakita. Yeah, your, um, your lesson on Friday regarding the abomination of desolation, um, from what I understand, God had given you this ur- urgent revelation. I'm behind. Right. Uh, you hear me? Can you hear me? How do I turn this off? Somebody's asking me. You know, it's a lot of interference in the back. Somebody asked me. That's me. You know what? I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Dakita. We can can hear you. Oh, 
Yeah, I'm not no, sure I'm, YouTube, but there's an echo, there's like a little echo in the back or something. <laughs> Let me know when we catch up so I can start my question. Okay, go ahead. Oh, Dakita, I'm so sorry about that. Um, you know, I'm just really, really, really struggling because it sounds as if I've never heard um, this interpretation uh, regarding the abomination of desolation. So actually I just taught on it from uh, Mark chapter uh, 13 where um, Jesus describes all of the events that are going to take place in the last days and whatnot. And... Um, and I actually understood the uh, abomination of desolation to be actual temple where Satan sets himself himself up as God, and as a result of that, the temple becomes desolate. And it was an abominable thing, obviously, if he sets himself. So th- that was my understanding, but as an actual temple where the temple sacrifices were being reinstituted in the whole nine. So... Now, I'm going to go back and listen. I listened again to your lesson last night because I was just so perplexed by it. And um, so I might understand that this is a a, a new revelation that God gave you, and um, this is your understanding of what it is actually. actually, Because you talked about how things were being sort of speed up, sped up a little bit. And that the, uh, the, the it was actual. We were the actual temples that were going to become desolate. And I, you know, I, I just, I, and I'm going to go back, and I'm going to go back and, and really no, 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 no,
Now, and you gave several scriptural references, which I have not studied, but is this a new revelation that God has given you? Because have no. you ever really truly really understood it? Haven't you always no, thought no, it was no, a real no, actual hold on, place? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't lean on any do not lean on your own understanding. Amen. Amen. The word that is written. This is written. This is written word. Okay. Okay. If you don't understand it, go back and I'll go back. Well, like I said, that's why I wanted to wait. I said maybe I need to go back. I'll go back. Right, but it seems like your your confusion is based off of what's the temple. Is, is it a physical yes. temple or is it the body temple? It well, yeah, like because it speaks you. because it speaks of the actual location in no, Judea. Right, but I just told you when they talk when they say when they talk about Jerusalem now when they mm-hmm. when they say Jerusalem, they're meaning Jerusalem is symbolic for the city of God, and he's talking about the Israel the Israel people, the mm. people of Israel. Okay. And I, I just gave you, it's, it's very clear, uh, it's very clear in uh, Matthew chapter 23, verse. Yes. He said, that, you know, I, your, your temple is up desolate. You rejected me. Your temple mm-hmm. is up de- desolate. He's talking about the body. Okay? He's talking about the temple in your body. All right? So it says, O Jerusalem, O Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones and, and those who are and stone those who are sent to her. So he's talking about the people of Israel. Israel is a people, okay? So let's say that all of us on this, on this line right now are Israel, okay? We are the, um, Jerusalem. He calls the city Jerusalem, the city, of, the city of God, okay? And if you look at New Jerusalem, New Jerusalem is symbolic of Israel, the people. Mm-hmm. The one for is symbolic. So these are symbolic things. Just because mm-hmm. he calls it Jerusalem does not mean that he's talking about the city of Jerusalem. These are symbolic meanings, wow. okay? So you have to um, uh, get led into that. So what he's talking about here is, oh, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem. He's really saying Israel. He's talking to the Israel people. And right. He's saying the one who kills the prophets and stones, and stones those who are sent to her. They stoned, they, those stones at Jesus, they rejected him, okay? And um, it says how I wanted to gather your children together, meaning he wanted to grab the next generation to try to save them, but they wouldn't let him. So now he says, see, your house is left to you desolate. Your house, your house, your, your body is left to you desolate. You shall not see me again. You shall not see me anymore until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now, we know that Jesus said when he left here, he said, I'm going to send you a help. I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit that's going to live in you. He told us to his disciples, anyone who received the, um, who received him, will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Israel rejected him, so they will not receive it. This is what he was saying. So now your temple is left to you desolate. You, they're not going into a physical location anymore. In fact, there's a scripture that says where God says um, he does not, He no longer identifies well, with the mm-hmm. temple being a physical location. Yes. Temple is a body. Hold on a second. I'll give you that scripture. I'm trying to ask, I don't know it's verbatim. Um, um. Yeah, I think you, I think you list. I think you actually went over all of them, which is why I thought I'd better wait. And oh my goodness, my ears are ringing. Um, and one more, one more thought on that, Dakia. It's just regarding. It's in, this is the same reference regarding the abomination in Mark chapter thirteen. And um, um, what do you think is meant by the? Uh, it says hope that your flight. I know you explained the winter. But about the pregnant mothers, 
are those who give suck in those days, but woe unto them are with that are with child. Do you, because that slow, it slows you down. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's like a, it's like a, it's like a hurry up. Like we gotta hurry up and get out of here. Right, right, right. But if you have the babies, if you if you have babies, you gotta stop and feed them. It, it slows you down. It slows your escape down. Well, what are they rushing off to? The it's gonna be it's gonna be anarchy. Did you see the movie? Did you ever see the movie? Um, I mean, it's gonna be total chaos when the Holy Spirit leaves. They're coming out. They're coming out, and they're 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 they are blood drinkers. They're flesh eaters. Yeah, but where are they rushing off to? If their body is defiled, where where are they? Where is God telling them not to rush off to? Not to go into the rooftop? Not to to flee flee into the mountains of Judea? Anything right. with you? Yeah. Safe, he's basically telling them to flee to a place of safety, of safe ground, of safe ground because. You're gonna be you're gonna be a, they're coming at the blood, you know. But if it's a spiritual infestation, where can they run from? That's what I'm saying. If they're just told you where they're, I, I mean, I don't have all the answers. He just told you where to run to. I don't. I mean, I don't really have all the answers to that. I mean, he tells you in the Bible, run to the housetop. So, you know, run mm-hmm. to the run to the run to the hills and, and so yeah. forth. So run to the, right. So, you know, I, I yeah. So that's pretty much that. Okay. So I don't right, get my interpretation because you don't want to, um, you know, I don't, I don't try to get into the, the false prophecy and so forth and the false teachings and giving you something that is not in Scripture. Okay? So yes. I, I think it's Scripture. So I, can't I know that. You, if you're looking for me to give you something, you know, other than that, I can't give it to you. I know that. I do understand that. Okay. Well, great. Thanks, Takeda. God bless you. I will, I'm going to go back and study all the passages. It's still a little foggy. I, I, this is all new. To, this is really brand new uh, understanding. I mean, truly. And um, I, I, I just, I, I'm really, it's it, it kind of shaken me to my core because, you know, I, I just never understood it to be that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, if that is true, I just, it's, you know, it's news to me. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I, well, I mean, because you did say that God had, you know, God had really put it on your heart to share. Right. It was very right. urgent in the message right. on on that Thursday, actually. So, right. um, okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I wanted to ask you, when are you going to have another prayer meeting? Um, Saturday. Saturday is at um, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Is Eastern that Eastern Standard? Talk to Eastern, I don't do Eastern, Eastern, Eastern Standard. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm in Hollywood, California, so I'll catch I guess I'll oh, pick. wow. Okay. <laughs> God bless. Thank you. God bless you, too. Okay. Um, I want to see if anybody has any questions. Um, let me uh, unmute the... Um, if anybody, hi, Artie. I'm in Hollywood, California, so I'll catch Oh, wow. Okay. Artie? Okay, um, so anyone doesn't have any other questions, 
we are going to um, wrap up. Time is 9.55. I'm trying to um, get that uh, scripture here. That I just told um, Lynn about. Okay, so here it is, Lynn. Um, what I was just telling you about um, the temple, God no longer deals with a temple that's made by human hands. <laughs> so it says, um, if you look at Acts chapter 7, verse 48, however, the Most High does not live in houses made by human hands, as the prophet says. So the temple is us. We are the temple. Um, okay, so, so here it is. And um, what I was just telling you about um, the temple, God no longer deals with the temple. Okay, um, so let me just put this on you. All right, guys, so I'm going to see if anyone has any questions. We'll wrap it up now. I wanted to give you guys. Actually, you know what? I wanted to give you one more. Um, I wanted to give you one more. I, I meant to give you this, this scripture here. If you go to First Peter. Go to First Peter chapter uh, 2. Turn your Bibles to First um, Peter chapter two, please. I got I got to tell you this um this last one. All right. So we're at chapter two, verse four. Coming to him as a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. All right. So this is Jesus coming as a living stone. All right, living as a, as a living stone, rejected by men. All right, but chosen by God and precious. You also as living stones. You also as living stones. All right, it says you also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, <clears throat> a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was the intercessor. Okay, he's the intercessor. So he has to take the prayers. He's the one that hears our prayers, takes them to the to, takes them to the Father, okay, as an intercessor. Therefore, um, it is also contained in Scripture. So it says here, Behold, I lay in Zion, the chief cornerstone, elect and precious. And he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Okay? So it's very important that you believe on the name of Jesus, and you will not be put to shame. Therefore, you who believe he is precious. But to those who are disobedient, we saw that it was Israel. They stoned him, right? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone and a stone of stumbling. So what this is saying here in a rock of offense, so what this is saying is don't stumble on the word. Don't stumble on the word because when you stumble on the word, you lose your, you're going to lose your salvation. You're stumbling on the word. You're stumbling on the word. Remember in the beginning with the word, the word was with God. God was the word. The word became flesh. All right. So when you stumble, when you become a stone or stumbling, you're stumbling on the word. You're not you're stumbling on what the word looks like. 
you don't want to believe the word. And as a result, you basically are considered to be disobedient and you don't receive the gift of salvation. You don't receive the gift of uh, the gift of salvation. Okay, so it's like it's really important that you understand that. And when you say build up a spiritual house, remember the house is us, the house, the temple, whatever you want to call it, the house, the temple, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to say. It. Okay. One stumbles on the word when you don't believe it. When you don't believe the word, meaning the word being God, Jesus came as God in the flesh. Okay. You stumbled on you stumbled on what he told you. He came in the flesh. All right? So when it goes back to my example. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. God was the word. And the word became flesh. God became flesh. And when he went there, they didn't receive him. They didn't believe he was God. They didn't believe who he was. So they could not receive what he had to offer. Okay? So that is, um, what's that? I'm on the, um, so I'm going to open up the line and um, I'll see if anybody has any questions and that's going to be it. It's 10 o'clock. Um. All right, so everybody is uh, good and talk to? Uh, you too? Anybody have any questions? Hey, Sister Quinn, I just wanted to say hello. Hi, R.C., I was saying hi. How are you? I missed you. Missed you, too. Are you all right? Everything's good? Yeah. What about you? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I've just been caught up with stuff, you know, I'm a little busier and stuff, but, you know, things are going well. You know, thank God. So. Good. Good. You need anything, just give me a call, okay? Will do. All right. Yes, Dakita. Thank you. Yes, Dakita. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. All right, guys. Well, that's it. That's that's it for me. Nobody has anything else to say. So, um, as I receive more, I will give more. So, um, God bless you all and good night. Take care. God bless you. Bye bye. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.